Hey guys, Virginia here, Makerspace Coordinator and Chief Imaginator Extraordinaire. I would like to welcome you to the CoLab, the Central Ontario Laboratory, where we use ideation, research, entrepreneurship, and social innovation to fuel your amazing ideas and create lasting change. We are here to educate, inspire, and activate. Prepare to educate yourself with seasoned mentors, be inspired by compelling voices, and activate your plan for success. Welcome to the CoLab. Hey guys, I'm Virginia, this is the hair that lives on top, and today we are going to be talking about lifestyle versus scalable businesses, and what is right for you, and where you're at. That is exactly right. I'm Jamie Doran, and I'm the Executive Director of Research, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship. So lifestyle versus scalable business, it's, it is a big topic that's on a lot of new entrepreneurs' minds, like where, where do they fit? So let's, let's, let's dive right in. Lifestyle so is what? I would say lifestyle is definitely a job that you took because you're passionate about what it is and you uh, obviously know other people who are also passionate about the same thing, but it's no more normally like a niche. I would see it as like a little niche sort of mm -hmm. not, not scalable, not something that you could make super gigantic because it wouldn't be something that everybody would oh, want that's, or need. That is an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Some people would say too that, you know, lifestyle businesses could be, they're, they're small a small enough but big enough to pay your bills and maybe employ several people so they can yes. pay their bills and they have they're kind of self-contained they you know they they have a, a certain maximal size unless you start doing some crazy stuff like, like like a restaurant for example would be a good lifestyle business but you also know that there are restaurants that have turned into these massive scalable businesses like yes. mcdonald's once they start franchising yeah. So in a restaurant situation, franchising is the way to, to go scalable. So so what is scalable then? So a scalable business is? That would be, yeah, that would be something that um, you can you can grow. Um, people are interested in and would like to invest in and that people see value in your business. Um, that either they know that they see the value of the business itself or the product that you are selling. And they're like, hey, we can make this bigger mm -hmm. if you, you know, have a little bit of investment. So so your total market is actually way bigger. Yes. So, so like for a restaurant, as a restaurant, your market is really the people who can get to your restaurant. So you have kind of a geographic radius around it. But if you were this restaurant where anybody could get food anywhere on the planet instantly from you, like it's like Star Trek, I got a teleporter, I can teleport you a hamburger over in San Francisco. Yes. Suddenly my restaurant concept is a massive scalable business because I have leapfrogged ahead on this giant multiplier. Um, do you think that there are definitely some startups that are sort of born to be big? Like the idea starts and then it kind of the ball starts rolling right away with it? I do. I think like, you know, if you're a, a um, sort of a, a thinker, an inventor, and you invent something cool that could really disrupt everything, it could be as simple as, you know, you invented the paperclip and now everybody needs a paperclip and, you know, they're manufactured everywhere and now I'm a billionaire. But it could be more um, uh, sector specific. Like if I, if I write some software or, or a software tool that is so useful, right? Then it can be plugged into several other programs. Oh, wait, oh what is that sound? Okay, okay, okay. So you're, 
So you are indicating that it is time for the out of the box segment. It's time for out of the box. We guys. almost got so carried away here, and and uh, and then suddenly the 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 box sound happened. So good news, I have the box right here. Woo. All right, so I am going to take take the cards out of the box. That's where we okay. like to think outside of the box. Okay, I'm going to shuffle them so that. So there's no monkey business. Let's show that on the camera. They're being nice and shuffled. Okay, now you're going to tell me um, when to stop. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yep. Yeah. And stop. Ooh, nice fuchsia colored card. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. And the word is bravery. Bravery. That is the perfect word to talk about startups and... And lifestyle scalable businesses business. and lifestyle businesses because it is a brave thing to do to take your mm -hmm. passion and build it into a business. So let's start on the lifestyle side when we're talking about bravery. So if you were, um, you know, thinking about a business concept and you wanted to take the leap into it, you definitely need to be brave to do that, right? And it, um, you don't want to be reckless. So I think it's being thoughtful about what you do. And you said a few things earlier about what lifestyle businesses kind of drawn, which is their passion. So mm -hmm. and their and probably not just their passion, but some of their skills that they have. Absolutely. So they, they know they can, you know, accomplish the goal, the, mm -hmm. even just for a small business goal. Uh, yes. And I think that it is brave to one. Um, decide to start said business with your passion and also um, start really putting yourself out there. So maybe for a lot of companies, uh, especially with us flooding into this digital age, it was one of those brave things to do to take their step forward into the digital marketplace, which probably oh, exactly was very right. scary. Mm -hmm. That's right. And with lifestyle businesses too, the, the, the need to solve your immediate problems is like, uh, sometimes it also takes uh, the bravery to realize that perhaps the business idea that you had wasn't the most amazing thing and maybe it's not going to be a profitable business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that totally could be true where you suddenly realize, okay, I need to rethink this or maybe maybe it, I got off on the wrong foot. Yeah, and do and that be, pivot. Maybe to turn it, turn either pivot or turn the whole thing off and try something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's something that uh, being an entrepreneur um, is one of the big things is having that, you know, ability to be like, OK, uh, this didn't work. But because you're an entrepreneur, you're like, but what about these other ideas that they have? So, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about something else on the scalable business side. All right. So uh, um, we can all if we if you think out there right now, of like, like all the, the what you would think is a scalable business, an example of one or a couple of different types of examples like you know you could probably name things like um like there's a lot of big manufacturers around here that are maybe sister companies of even bigger companies mm -hmm. so you know those manufacturers may have started off as a small little company like a machine shop that then grows bigger and bigger and bigger and their capability keeps growing and growing and growing and and then suddenly they're this massive 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 company so there's that kind of scalable company and then there's some other ones like if if we look on the innovation side so right yeah. now we, the world's got all these problems we've got covid we've got um, climate change issues 
and we've got energy problems. So we've got lots of smaller companies that are all trying to solve those those problems. Mm-hmm. And and most of those, because if they if they solve it, they will be a big scalable success because absolutely, you know, they're going to make a huge difference on on all our lives. It's going to be a huge dent. Like it's going to be a huge mm-hmm. yeah. So my question is, you know, that that big manufacturer versus that small company that's got this solution. What do you think the difference is between those two types of companies? Um, oh, the difference. Or is there? Um, I could say that there's probably a difference in um, how the employees work with uh, their employer. So some people oh, yeah. are just just employees of the employer, and then at other smaller businesses, it's more of a like a community than it is like just you're just part of you're just a cog in the in the machine. Yeah. So I can see, especially with a lot of the manufacturing businesses that have started off small, a lot of them started off small, and they have their family businesses, and you know, family members work there, and it's not mm-hmm. just about the family members; it's people who are now considered family, basically. So I guess like what you're saying is that giant manufacturer has grown to a certain size where it has to have a lot of labor and they exactly. may still have that innovation um, core, like they may be in new, inventing new products and stuff like that. But generally, you know, 99% of the business is about pumping out the product and, exactly. and yes. not about necessarily inventing the next one. A small portion would be, whereas those smaller companies are solving things, every member of the team is part of like the super team who's who's developing that solution so they can get yes. it out the door. Exactly. And I think that it gives you a little bit more opportunity at those smaller businesses to have those moments where you can have those very innovative moments where somebody's like has been doing something for years and then you know a new guy comes in and they start working with them and then they're like, "Wow. That's really neat." Like I didn't realize you could do it that way. And they mm-hmm. start changing the way that they have been building, let's say, so a really dynamic or something. team yeah. structure. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Like in, in if we're looking at so the scalable side, when investors come in and look at a small company like that, that's exactly what they're looking for. They're looking yes. to see if the team works together really well, whether they have all the right people in the right places yes, so that, team, so that the company can, can scale quickly. Because imagine if the investor then took your you have a great idea like a new product or invention the invest, investors agree they drop in a couple hundred thousand dollars they say how are you going to spend that money so your super team needs to know immediately how you're going to spend that money in order yep. to take it take your bubble and then move it to this level yes right and then know what how to make it go from here to there to there to there each time new money is brought in or new revenue trickles into the company and I think that's very important uh, from the pitch meetings that I have seen is, you know, there's a, a focus now on introducing your team as well. Like mm-hmm. I started the business, but this is my team and mm-hmm. I need them to like continue with me. Like we are a team and we work together. We're innovative and we, we keep mm-hmm. each other's ideas flowing and moving. So in, interesting stuff, this difference between lifestyle and scalable company. And uh but let's oh do you hear that oh oh what is that oh i think we're doing it again it's time for another out of the box oh okay all right so let me let me get the cards here okay so you know how this works they are already shuffled so i will just flip through okay and stop fruit Fruit hats. hats
I would like to pitch I would like to pitch to you my new business idea. I would like you to invest in my company of fruit hats. And you're saying you're saying Virginia, why would anybody want fruit hats? You know why? Meals on the go. This is what I'm talking about. Healthy, fresh meals on the go. Um, you can decide on the variety of fruits that you would like to have on it. Um, and we will prepare those for you. Uh, you know, at, at per individual. Um, yeah, if you, if you, you have preferences to, exactly, you know, citrus exactly. fruits versus berries exactly. or so something. These, these hats would basically be built so that they have the shapes of the fruits ready to be set into place. So if you want to refill your fruit hat, you are able to go to your fruit bowl or give us a call. We can have some nice fresh fruit dropped off for you. You can refill your fruit hat and go on with your day. Oh, so it's like it's almost like a grocery bag you can wear on your head. Absolutely. Okay, brilliant idea. This is totally scalable. <laughs> Everyone's going to want one of these fruit hats. Be like, hey, do you have an apple? I sure do. Here I you sure go. do. They're clean so- <laughs> and they are fresh, and here you are. <laughs> so we could maybe make a lifestyle business out of that where we just do it locally, where we're kind of knitting them or making them ourselves. Absolutely. And we put, and then, you know, sell them to your friends. And that you, we saw this a lot, like, like people making masks for COVID, similar stuff. Yes, you know, I was one of those it. people. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you made a few dollars on that and, you know, other people are doing the same. So you could do that with you. But we could turn it into something much bigger. Like what if the, um, you know, if, if the niche market for actual hat, hats that hold actual fruit is fairly small, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe it's not that it's fruit hats literally maybe it's like the brand name for a new kind of hat that everybody suddenly needs a fruit hat because they're the latest thing in the market shaped they're all shaped like different different fruits and they've been knitted by by you know people in the community by a robot no it's it's made by (laughs) sensitive robots a really really sensitive really cute sensitive looking robots yeah everybody needs a fruit hat everybody needs a fruit hat um, you, it could also be just the name of a company that is totally obsessed with making things with fruit and oh. giving you fruit flavored things. So and turning like fruit material into something absolutely. like fiber that they can use to, to make exactly. stuff. Or? So then they're actual fruit hats so that they can look like regular hats, but they're made out of the fibers and the fruit. Cool. And they don't waste yeah. a thing because they keep the juice and then, yeah, you know, and you can get your cold pressed juice to the side and then you, they juices. use the fibers to build the hats fruit hats okay we just invented two amazing companies high five high five (laughs) (laughs) that's what that's what out of the box is about guys so it was that that creative nonsense that just spills out of our brains that's great i really want to have a fruit hat now because i've taken up i've started eating apples again and you know they're so (laughs) sometimes when you're moving around like you're eating your apple but you like suddenly you you need to say get into the car or put your shoes on you're like where where do i put this apple stick it on your fruit if you had a fruit hat you could you know hygienically add it to the hat and it would hold your fruit this is just my hat we need a diagram like i hopefully we maybe you can draw something a little a little <laughs> fruit hat diagram little, <laughs> little stick guys with fruit hats just like hang them out there yeah we can ask our viewers please please uh, send in your drawings of what our yes. fruit hat should look like yes. please submit your drawings for fruit hats <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know like uh, there's so many companies out there who have crazy names you know there's like that um uh there's the headphone one the skull candy Yes, and there's yes. there's some monkey one. Alien, I can't remember. There's Alienware. Oh, Alienware. Computers. Um, 
it's the union of ideas so that's the um that's a good good spot to kind of wrap up there it's just yes. this idea the union of ideas you get your team together you pull your passions together you can create a lifestyle company and it, you know other people will relate to you and they'll 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 spend money there and you'll be able to make enough money to pay your rent or your mortgage and maybe hire some people and you're kind of a, a unit in the community uh, but sometimes you can scale even bigger all right, guys. So we had an awesome time chatting today. I'm so glad you were, that you were able to join us for our favorite episodes, which are obviously the out-of-the-box episodes. We talked about the difference between a lifestyle business and a scalable business and a whole bunch of nonsense in between. And I'm so happy that you joined us. So mm-hmm. what Jamie and I need you to do is like and subscribe and share, share, share to all yes. of your friends. Awesome. And be, be brave. Yes. And wear your fruit hats <laughs> with pride. <laughs> so thanks for everybody for watching. Um, see you next week. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.